as an unperfect actor on the stage, who with his fear is put beside his part, or some fierce thing replete with too much rage, whose strength abundance weakens his own heart. So I, for fear of trust, forget to say, the perfect ceremony of love's rite, and in mine own love's strength seem to decay, or charged with burden of mine own love's might. Oh, let my books be then the eloquence, and dumb presagers of my speaking breast, who plead for love and look for recompense, more than the tongue that more hath more expressed. Oh, learn to read what silent love hath writ, to hear with eyes belongs to love's fine wit. Welcome to Outside of a Dog's Sonnet Fortnight, where we discuss why Shakespeare's sonnets are actually really good. Welcome back to our discussion of our favorite Shakespeare sonnets. I chose this one, Sonnet 23, because I found it really intriguing that even though there isn't really a strong authorial voice in any of these, you hardly ever can make connections from these sonnets to Shakespeare's other works, his dramatic works. You could basically read them as separate entities. Here, his everyday experience as an actor seems to come out. I was so intrigued by this first image as an unperfect actor on the stage. Having been in that situation of standing on stage and just thinking, fuck, what am I? lines oh my god i can totally see how this might be like standing in front of someone you have a crush on and suddenly not knowing what to say anymore i just never made the connection so as i was reading these sonnets i actually had a real insight and i thought oh yeah i never thought of it that way and it's beautiful that that can happen Yeah, I think in this case, every one of us knows the situation all too well, even if we don't have acting experiences, or even if we aren't a writer. I think this is quite interesting as well, that this is the writer, Shakespeare, writing about not being able to write or not being able to say what he wants to say. So if you have writer's block, if you don't find the words, relax. Even Shakespeare had the same problem. And this kind of quiet despair is quite interesting. There is a certain dark tone to many of the poems, usually connected to the seeming drama of the triangle in whatever way that is going on. But this is something else. And I really like the tone here. And I also like that despite writing about not being able to express himself, Shakespeare comes up with, as you said, quite interesting and really, really fitting images. What I really like is the kind of synesthetic image in the very last line. To hear with eyes belongs to love's fine wit. Which is basically saying, read between the lines. I may not be able to say that I love you in some way, but come on, it's obvious, isn't it? And this is another case where you could just read the heroic couplet and basically get a lot out of it. Or learn to read what silent love hath writ. To hear with eyes belongs to love's fine wit. So also, learn to read my love. So this is about a love that is expressed in writing, in poetry. And us two, as two millennials, you know, who are part of the internet generation, we're kind of digital natives, where we communicate via text a lot. That's very groovy and hip for us, right? No, but leaving all of this bullshit aside, that is actually something that I can really identify with as well. This feeling of, yeah, sometimes it is more comfortable to communicate with someone in writing because you just can make sense of what you want to say a lot better. And yet it doesn't make sense because it doesn't express what you want to say. This gap between what you try to express and what you want the other to hear and what you actually say, no matter whether it is a gap generally between the intentions of the writer and the writing and how it is read in itself, or whether it is someone trying to express 
their emotions and failing. That is really interesting. And this gap being portrayed in the very closed form of the sonnet, that again shows us that Shakespeare is master of using that form for making or for expressing new things. So here we see that poetry sometimes fails to communicate love, fails to communicate how amazing the beloved is. In our next episode tomorrow, we will talk more about why art is really not up to the real world sometimes, when we discuss Sonnet 53. Thank you very much for listening. For more information, visit outsideofadogcast.com.